I'm here, I'm here, I promise. It's been like four days since I've done this. My, my routine's off. The cat's in the way. It's not really her fault, but I'm gonna blame her anyway. <sighs> One more water. You know, I used to measure out the water out of the pot when I would make my pour over coffee, but I don't do that anymore for some reason. All right. And three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday. It's October 13th, 2020. My name's Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. Did you see the video I put up for yesterday? Me hanging out with the animals, with my sheep friends. That was a good time. I had a good weekend. I, I was, it was needed. Um, you know what's better than... We'll call it a, a, some time away. That also helps somebody else get some time away. You know, the, the, the farm that I was taking care of, the um, the husband works in the medical industry, and he's fried. Um, I won't betray his confidence, I guess. You know, it just it doesn't seem appropriate to talk about what other people are doing. But for my local friends, uh, some of you would recognize this name. And Stacy says Thor rocks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, before I left yesterday, I spent some time in the pasture and he just followed me around and leaned his head against me and wagged his tail and just wanted to be pet. I've hung out with plenty of sheep. None of them were as cool as these guys. These guys were a lot of fun. And by the time I left yesterday, about half the chickens were willing to let me touch them, you know, in an effort to pet them. Some of them kind of accepted it. They weren't thrilled, but... They didn't hate it too much. The other chickens had no interest. The ducks were even, you know, kind of kind of coming towards me. And, you know, they still weren't sure. They were still skittish, but they weren't hiding from me like they had been. And the dogs. The dogs liked me too. So it was a nice weekend. It was a nice time. Beautiful place. Great view. And I got to hang out. Make food, drink coffee, watch Netflix. So, yeah. I hope whatever you did this weekend, you had a nice time. And here we are. It's depending on... on how your life goes is the first or second or maybe even the third day of the week. I don't know how to answer that. I think we're going to call it second for me. I got back, I started working at about 12.30, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And worked off and on till about 5, 5.30. But today I got, got a bunch. We've got, what's going on today? We've got, I'm recording a couple episodes with Andrew. 
for Martial Arts Radio. I'm recording a guest interview. Did I say interview? I'm not interviewing Andrew. I'm still waking up. A couple of episodes. I forget the subjects. He's picking them. That's one of my favorite things about having him around. He picks the topics, and we just go. Uh, client stuff, and then uh, this evening, Andrew and Gabe and I are going to figure out why last week with uh, Whistlekick Live, why we had some t audio problems. We're going to work that out. Uh, uh. And we'll go from there. Right. Anything else happened today? I don't think so. Did you catch yesterday's episode of, of Martial Arts Radio with Jason Neef of Kicksite? That was a fun conversation. I, I like this guy. I, I think there might be some collaboration coming. That is pure, that is, I won't even say purely spec, speculative. It is speculative and hopeful. It is based on absolutely nothing other than enjoying my conversation with him and someone who's in a, a business that is, I would say, is aligned. I think we're, I think we're trying to do things for the same reasons. We're trying to help the martial arts community. So maybe we can partner up on something. I don't know what that would be, but we'll see. Right, Cat? <sighs> she, was, she was a pain in the butt. It was my first night back here. And I would love to say that's why she was a pain in the butt. But it's not. She's just a pain in the butt. It's raining outside. <sighs> you know, I think the thing that I liked the most about being down there was how simple it was. I had to take care of the animals and take care of myself. That was it. I had to feed them, feed me, watch over stuff, not make a mess. But you can't do that long term, can you? You can't, you can't be indifferent to the upkeep of your, your vehicle or your home or your family or friend obligations or, or, or. Right, we can do that for short periods of time and we need it, it's nice. But it's not a way we can live. So how do you do that sustainably? You detach from time to time and hope it's enough. I'm not the best person to answer that because I haven't figured it out. I work too much. Even though it's things I love, I still I think I work too much. I really want to hire somebody to help just to keep things organized so I can know what needs to be done. Hey, Nathan, how are you? There's a, there's a name I haven't, I haven't seen come through on this show live. <sighs> Let's go to the questions. Let's see what y'all wrote in. If you want, if Nathan says, "Wooey rock man, good to see you. Thank you, my friends. Good to see you too. I mean, even it's in, it's in text. It's been a while. If you got something you want me to comment on, 
just drop it in the comment section below once the episode closes, and I'll talk about it tomorrow. And this stuff is going to be, well, let's see. I thought it was going to be from Friday, but it looks like Frank just put it up. Oh, I'm curious, how many of you watched, how many people watched the video of me visiting the farm? Let's see. Eight. Whopping eight people. Yeah, it, that's really interesting. When we do, the few times I've done a pre-recorded episode for First Cup, it doesn't get anywhere close to the views. Not sure why. But that's okay. Oh, and BT Dubs, I really have to shave. This is driving me nuts. I haven't shaved since, like, Wednesday. It's too much. Good stuff. Today, October 30th, 2020, is Face Your Fears Day. Has been, has being, let's try again, three, two. Has being a martial artist helped any of your guests on Whistlekick Martial Arts Radio face their fears? What have been some of the more interesting answers? First part's easy, yes. We have talked to people who have faced their fears. Second part's a little bit harder. I don't know that I'm going to be able to remember any. The, after five years, I have a hard time remembering specifics about any of the episodes. Which bums me out. Because I would love to pull out a few examples here. We've talked about, I, I can speak more generally. I know we've talked to people who have spoken about the, the fear of violence and how they've been able to overcome that. Or the fear we recently had Valerie Brasso talk about fear of, of judgment and around mental illness. We've, I recently record, yeah, I guess I'm gonna lean into the ones that are more recent because I'll remember those better. I last week recorded with someone who lost her dojo and she didn't use the word fear but there I, I think there was some I think some of what was happening in there was 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 fear I think one of the things that makes martial arts great at forcing you to face your fears is that you're not making the decisions. You decide to go to class or you decide to compete and that's it. The rest of it's up to other people. You ever have somebody that you are afraid of to spar with or partner with because maybe they hit a little too hard? Are you better for it? Probably. How about being afraid of performing something in front of a group? be it testing or competition or even just a random class. Public speaking is the number one fear that people have and martial arts will do a pretty good job of beating public performance fear out of you. Um, we're all afraid of so many different things, but I think much of what we're afraid of is being inadequate. So many of us grow up with 
our parents' words or teachers' words in the back of our mind saying something that maybe to them wasn't terribly poignant, but to us it's, it's pretty impactful. And we spend the rest of our lives trying to overcome that, that thing. Huh? The correlation in martial arts between effort and results makes it a lot easier to find value in yourself, especially as you move forward. To say, okay, maybe that person didn't think I was good enough, but I'm good enough in this way, in this way, in this way. And that can help to dilute those words out. Everybody should train. Martial arts helps with everything. And now we've got a few quotes. Fear is a dark room where negatives develop. Oh, Usman B. Asif. Fear is a dark room where negatives develop. And if you're younger, you may not get that reference. But a dark room was a place that was literally dark and would have some red light... Uh, for developing photographs from negatives, which came out of a camera that was not digital, a film camera. And so you go into that dark room to make photos. So fear is a dark room. It's a place where negatives, negativity, negative develops. Fear is so powerful. I'm afraid of a ton of things. Snakes. Yeah, I've been getting better slowly. Stacy says, the photographer in me adores that quote. I remember the dark room well. I'm sure you do. Every photographer I know who spent time in a dark room knows the dark room. And had a, uh, a conflicted relationship with the dark room. Loving being there, loving the results, but hating having to be there and put in the time when there were other things to do. I'm afraid of letting people down. I think that's probably my, my biggest one. I spent some time over this weekend, you know, just kind of checking in with my anxiety and trying to track it all back. Because I have moments where bam, and it's there. I'm just like, ugh, and it's almost crippling. No, it's not almost crippling, but it's, it's not great. And what does it come down to? It comes down to the expectations of others and fearing that I haven't met their expectations. And so I have the unenviable position of trying to care less about what other people think. Ugh. That's, that's a tough thing to do, but it's got to be done. So I'm working on it. There's a purring cat right here. Just very quiet, just a little purr. <sighs> Fear. Fear gets us to do crazy things. Fear helps keep us alive. It is, it is such a powerful motivator. Number three, wherever fear shadows, that always means there is a light shining somewhere. Jonathan Santos. Ooh, I like that. Fear obscures, it clouds, it covers. But what's the other half? It's love. The love's there somewhere. 
It's always there. You gotta find it sometimes. Sometimes it's hidden. Sometimes the shadow's really dark or really large. This one's got my wheels turning. Hopefully, hopefully for you too. If you think about what you're afraid of, how does that impact you? I find that most of us have kind of two categories of fears. You know, and I shared mine. You know, little things, snakes, I have family who's afraid of flying insects. That includes butterflies. You know, we've got, we, we fear these external things that are oftentimes not rational. I understand that the snakes in Vermont are not going to hurt me. Even if they bit me, it's not going to kill me. It's not even really going to injure me. It's going to be like a couple bee stings. Actually, maybe even less. But I'm still afraid of them. And then we've got the others. We've got the internal, the the baggage, the things that we're afraid of that we don't talk about, that most of us don't work on. And it festers and it remains and it becomes things that we pass on to our children. And it's unhealthy. And if I'm being honest, Stacy says she still fears sparring at an almost irrational level. Yeah, I get that. If I'm going to be honest, um, you know, I may still have children. I'm 41. Could still happen. Probably not going to happen. And while that makes me sad, the other half of that is I'm not going to pass my baggage on to somebody else. I'm not going to put my fears on some children. There's always a silver lining, right? What are you doing down there? Silly hunts. Yeah, one more. These are great today, Gabe. Nice job. I'm sorry, Gabe. Frank. <laughs> sorry. These are great today, Frank. Thank you. Gabe, you're also great. You're all great. All of you watching, you're great. I appreciate you. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. Les Brown. Les Brown was like the first motivational speaker. I mean, like, just like the guy's the man. Plenty of videos of Les Brown on YouTube. Check it out. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. I, I hear this one a lot. This is not one that is so much me. I, I go for what I want. All the people who say, you know, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't start a business because of this, or, oh, you know, I'd, I'd love to do martial arts, but that, and it's just, you know what? I'm making excuses. There's always an excuse. I got tons of excuses. Debt. I did some, some back of the napkin math the other day of, of 
how much money I've put into Whistlekick, and oh my god, it made me want to cry. It's such a large amount of money. Wish I could go back. Man, we could kill it with that much money. <laughs> I learned. But, learned a lot through the process. How do you stop living your fears? I don't know. Not entirely. I have ideas. So I'll share with you those. Understand where they come from. Why are you afraid of this, that, or the other? If someone says they can't start a business, why? Because they're afraid of failing. Or because they're afraid of not making enough money to support their family. Ah, there's one you can work from. Can you start the business on the side? Could you save up a reasonable amount of money to give yourself some runway for the business to take off? Could you partner with someone else to share the, the work, the challenge? Could you buy an existing business that has a track record and finance it? Right? There are options, there's always options. question is, do you want to? Are they reasons that you need to over, over, overcome, overcome, or are they excuses that you use to justify your action or inaction? Most people use excuses. That's okay. If you're happy with your life the way it is, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you want to change the thing, if you imagine what it'd be like on your deathbed, going back over your life saying, I wish I had done that, well, time to make, make the effort. None of us get out of here alive. The consequences of what we do are not infinite. They are temporary. The world needs more people who take risks for good reason. The world needs more people who are trying to change it for the better, even in just very small ways. What we need less of are people marching along on a preordained path who are unhappy or even miserable at their existence. We have far too many people doing that. And if you're one of them, do something no matter how small, no matter what you need to do to start gaining some momentum. Email me. Tell me what you want to do. JeremyWilsonGate.com Something. I'll end you all this board I can. And with that, I'm going to go. Thanks for watching. I hope you all have a good day. A great day. A fantastic day. I hope that if fear comes up for you today, you will face it. And I hope that you'll try to understand it and as you move forward, find a way around it. Or through it, even better. I hope if you have questions or comments, things you want me to respond to, you'll leave them in the comment section below once the episode closes. And I hope that 
If you're new, you subscribe, you turn on notifications, and you hit that little thumbs up button because that helps spread the show. I'm trying to grow the show. If you've been watching a while, you know that we do some good work here. Shouldn't others be exposed to this show? So help us spread it. Comments, likes, shares, subscribes. That'll help. I'll see you back here tomorrow, bright and early, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time for another episode of First Cup. Take care, everybody. Peace.